This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 267. What I share, a lot of it starts with clarity. A lot of it starts with what's the idea that I want to share. So if you are wanting to get online and talk and share with people and create these videos, then you're going to want to know what it is that you want to say. It doesn't have to be a length of a book, but just know, like create an outline, create some bullet points for yourself. Even if you need to create a script to feel better at first, that is absolutely fine. But just have a sense of what it is. What do I want to share? What are some of the key points that I want to share? When I created today's show, I walked through, I created What are the 10 points that I want to share? And what under each of those do I want to be sure to be sure that I bring to each one of you? So it's not a full script, but it's definitely bullet pointed out so that I'm sure to bring forward that which I really think is going to bring value to you. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, Take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rentschler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello, welcome to the Star Coach Show. It is wonderful to have you here. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas. Whatever it is that you're celebrating right now, I'm celebrating you and just delighted that you are taking time in this very busy time of the year to spend time with the Star Coach Show and hopefully continue your journey in creating the skills, the business, the focus that is going to help you be most impactful as a coach. And if you don't happen to be a coach, but you're a leader, or somebody who's interested in the concepts of coaching, welcome. It's wonderful to have you here. My name is Meg Rentschler. I am an executive and mentor coach. I've been coaching now for over 13 years and have been a coach instructor and mentor coach for almost as long. When I think about the barriers that get in the way of coaches at any stage of their coaching business, creating the kind of business that they want, one of the biggest barriers that I see is the willingness to get in front of people and to create some buzz about what it is that we do. And Each one of you has something special that you do that is special to you. We are in the 2020s, and the way that we can get our message out most effectively right now is using social media. Now, I know that there's a lot of different opinions about social media and the positives versus the negatives, and I get all that. That's not what this show is about. But I will say that in the 2020s, if we are not taking advantage of the platforms that are available, and whatever platform you choose is completely up to you, but we're going to be talking today about the value of that and that in order to become 
the go-to expert in your chosen niche, you have to capture the attention of your ideal audience. You have to be able to share your message and build that know, like, trust factor. Now, we all know that coaching has so many different focuses, so many different specialties, you know, whether it's health coaching, coaching creatives, leadership coaching, mindset coaching, executive coaching, empathic coaching. I mean, it could go on and on. I could, you know, probably spend an entire hour just talking about the many different kinds of coaching there is. In addition to that, there's hundreds, maybe thousands of new coaches getting training and coming into the field of coaching each year. So in order for us to have the impact that we want and truly be able to set ourselves up as a go-to expert, as a coach that understands our audience, we have to be able to express what it is that we do how it is that we understand our audience, and that we can help them create the kinds of transformations that they want to in their lives. Now, I specifically used the word online in the title of this show because that's where your audience is likely to be. As I mentioned earlier, we are in the 2020s now. We're no longer geographically restrained. We don't have to, you know, send out postcards to people to let them know what we're doing or create newsletters that we put a stamp on and mail. We can connect with people digitally through social media, through our email communication. And social media allows us to get in front of thousands of potential clients across the globe, hundreds of thousands. So I get that, first of all, it can be really daunting to think about, oh my gosh, do I really want to get in front of people? And you might even have a real dislike for certain platforms. That is absolutely understandable, and you have to make that decision. But I am going to challenge you to think about what platform, first of all, is most likely where my ideal audience is hanging out, and how can I potentially, you know, determine the platform that's most palatable for me so that you really can show up and begin to bring your message forward and that you're no longer your own best kept secret? You know what? None of us are going to create the kinds of businesses that we want if we're sort of our light is covered up by a bushel basket. So getting your message out in any way on social media is better than not getting it out at all. But what I want to challenge you today and what we're going to be focusing on today is some strategies that you can use to build your confidence, to break down that barrier so that you begin to create video content and be seen online. Now, why am I pushing video? The reality is video stands out. It captures attention. It improves audience engagement. It's going to more quickly get you noticed. 70% of social media users say they would rather watch a video than read your post. So while I think blogging has lots of value, sending out, you know, doing articles has value, 
Ultimately, if you want to capture attention and begin to get in front of people more and more, we got to take it to the next level. And taking it to the next level is doing video. Not only that, when you begin to do live videos and take a deep breath, I'm not saying we have to do this right now, but live videos, then platforms like Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, help you capture attention by letting people know so-and-so is going live and this is what they're talking about. So there is a definite advantage to getting in front of people on video, on live video, but we're just going to give some overall tips today. I want you to really be thinking about while you're listening to the strategies I'm going to provide today is, you know, how will this help me get rid of some of the blocks that are keeping me from getting in front of my audience and doing some consistent delivery of content on social media. Now, right there, if anybody's thinking like, oh, I never mind, I'm not going to listen to this episode. I don't want to do video. I just really encourage, don't shut down. Stay with me. Nobody is suggesting that you have to go live this minute, although you could. But what I really want you to do is just think about how you could apply some of the tips that I'm going to talk about and build some confidence so that you can begin to shine your light for more and more people to see and hear you. So we're going to walk through 10 tips today and just kind of think about how is each one of these landing on me and how is it impacting my willingness to give this a try. We're going to start with the place that I start with many of the things. If you've followed me, if you've listened to what I share, a lot of it starts with clarity. A lot of it starts with what's the idea that I want to share. So if you are wanting to get online and talk and share with people and create these videos, then you're going to want to know what it is that you want to say. It doesn't have to be a length of a book, but just know, like create an outline, create some bullet points for yourself, even create a, if you need to create a script to feel better at first, that is absolutely fine. But just have a sense of what it is. What do I want to share? What are some of the key points that I want to share? When I created today's show, I walked through, I created, you know, what are the 10 points that I want to share and what under each of those do I want to be sure to outline or to be sure that I bring to each one of you. So it's not a full script, but it's definitely bullet pointed out so that I'm sure to bring forward that which I really think is going to bring value to you. Now, one of the things that I frequently hear from people who are anxious about doing this is, you know, I don't have anything new to say. Everything that I've said has been said before. I get it. There are hundreds of leadership theories out there. There are health and well-being tips that we're going to hear again and again. There are, you know, if you're a relationship coach, probably some of the perspective that you have about that has been shared before. Totally get that. However, it hasn't been shared in your voice with your perspective, what your audience needs to hear from you. Think about the way that you've heard different messages. And maybe it's something that you have heard before, but the way that that person that you're listening to at that moment has said it just strikes you 
differently. It hits your ear in a different way. It hits your heart in a different way. Your audience needs to hear you share your perspective. So have a clear idea of what you want to share before you get in front of people so that you have that level of confidence right there. And so I'm not recommending you get out there and wing it without knowing even what you want to share. Definitely, you want to have clarity about what you want to share. Now, the second point about this is that we're not delivering a keynote address here. People are busy. They probably wouldn't want to listen to a full keynote address. So what you're doing is thinking about what's a quick tip that I could share? What's a takeaway that somebody could hear and apply to their life that's going to create a difference for them? How can you be inspirational? How can you deliver food for thought? So particularly when you're first out there, you're delivering these tips and strategies or inspirational thoughts. Your videos can be 30 seconds long, a minute long. Actually, that's probably ideal. Getting something out there that is a nugget that people can get and begin to recognize you and know the kind of content you're bringing forward. And very truthfully, sometimes it's harder to do a quality 30-second video than it is to do a 30-minute video. So, you know, be thinking about what can I share to just introduce myself to my audience and not making it all about you, but making it about what you believe they need to hear in just bite-sized nuggets. Now, a key thing about video is that we want our audience to feel like we're talking directly to them. So my third tip is that you really want to look them in the eye. And this is achieved by smiling while you're talking and looking directly into the camera lens, whether it's on your phone, your laptop, whatever device you're using, you want to be looking at the camera. So I think our eyes tend to be drawn down to the screen where we can maybe see ourselves or we can see whatever's on the screen and where we look at the screen. So A little tip might be to put an arrow or a pair of eyes or a picture of someone up by the lens so that you're looking at them and engaging with the camera. And what happens when you do that, it might feel artificial to you, but actually for the receiver of the video, you're looking, it's like you're looking directly into their eyes, you're smiling. You're engaging directly with them. So my third tip for you is to really make your audience feel that you're seeing them by looking directly into their eyes, i.e. looking directly into the camera. So we want to connect through sight. We also want to connect through our voice. And therefore, you want your voice to be clear and healthy. So I'm going to encourage you to warm up your vocals. As Brian Hennessy told us in episode 229, we have to respect the gift of our voice and that instrument needs to be hydrated. And she gave us some exercises on warming it up. So I encourage you to think about your vocal cords. 
Plus, this can just become a part of your centering and focusing before you engage in this potentially, you know, anxiety-provoking activity at first. Um, And I I promise you that the more you do it, the less anxiety-provoking it is. But doing this vocal warm-up and being a part of paying attention to your vocal cords is a great way to kind of bring down some of the anxiety as well. My fifth tip is that we all feel confidence in different ways that our body is carried. So maybe practice recording sitting, practice recording standing. Think about where do I feel most confident? Where do I feel best assured? How do I feel like I'm delivering my message best? Is it through, you know, like recording and walking? I know my coach often does live Facebook lives while he's walking and he holds up his camera and talks while he's on his walks. Or, you know, you might stand at a standing desk and that makes you feel better or stand and hold your your phone up or sitting. For me, I'm just so used to teaching and being on video all the time sitting. I tend to feel the best sitting and recording, but you've got to find out what's right for you. So play with your body posture a little bit and determine how do I feel most confident when I'm delivering my videos, sitting, standing, walking, etc. Now, how many of us have watched a video or been on a Zoom with somebody where we're just talking to a silhouette of a person and not able to clearly see their face? My sixth tip is that if you want to feel confident delivering video content, delivering live, delivering being on social media, and you want to capture people's attention and engage them, then you've got to have great front lighting. That front lighting might be that you're standing by a window and having the sun shine in on your light, or you might have lighting in front of your face facing you. But if you have lighting behind you and not lighting in front of you, then you're going to be a talking silhouette. You've got to light up your face so that you feel confident and positive. And more importantly, that other people can see you, see the expressions on your face and connect with you. People are not going to connect with a talking silhouette. Sixth tip, have great front lighting. My seventh tip for you today is to fake it till you make it. Walk through the discomfort of getting out there and creating short videos and posting them and potentially going live until it becomes comfortable. Just keep showing up. People need the information that you're sharing and they're not going to get it if you're not showing up. And you're never going to get over the hump of discomfort until you just keep doing it and being authentic and being yourself. People don't want to you to try to be somebody who you're not. Just be authentic and be who you are. And the people that will resonate with your message will see you and connect with you. My eighth tip for you today is don't wait until it's perfect. Because very truthfully, it probably won't be perfect. And we're not striving for perfect. If you wait until it's perfect, you're not going to get out there and you will continue to remain the best kept secret of wherever you are. 
and the people who need to know about what you can share about relationships or about empathy or about leadership or about whatever it is that your message is. They need to hear it and they're not going to hear it if you wait till it's perfect. Now, we get it out there. We do the best we can. And as any of you who have ever worked with me know, that I recommend that one of the best ways to build coaching skills is to record coaching conversations and listen back to them. And I know that it's cringeworthy at times, and I know that we hate hearing our voice, and we hate seeing ourselves, and just all those things that make us human. But the same thing goes for creating videos. We create them, we put them out there and get them out there, but then we can watch them again and learn from them and think, oh, if I just did this a little bit different, I need to slow down in my talking, or I need to look more at that camera because I realized that I was looking down, or, you know, I realized that when at the very end, I I stopped my I stopped the video too soon or whatever, whatever those little tweaks that you need to do, you will learn and apply them by watching your videos. So my eighth tip for you is to, first of all, just get it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. But then also you can learn from watching your videos and making a determination about what you want to do differently. Tip number nine is, and I hear this so often, don't be afraid that you're giving too much away. Often I'll hear entrepreneurs and and coaches say, well, if I share my content on free Facebook Lives or Instagram Lives or on LinkedIn, then what am I, you know, why would people buy my services if I'm giving things away? And one little tip I want to share with you, I heard from this fabulous solution-focused therapist, uh, Connie Elliott, who is an incredible online entrepreneur as well. And he said, inspire for free, teach for a fee. And I think that that sort of encompasses what we want to do when we're engaging with our audience online. We want to be inspirational. We do want to give value and share perspective. We want to give information and things to let people know what it is that we do and who we are. But we don't stay on for hours and hours and and teach and give all of our information away. A, people are not going to value it because they're going to think, well, if this person's talking for two hours online, what is that all about? So we definitely, you know, people, there's the perceived value and the real value. So that's definitely important. But there's so much that we can share in pieces, in, and we definitely do want to give value. At the same time, we want people to begin to see through our free content what they want. We want them to see themselves and see what they're able to achieve by working with us. You can share stories, obviously protecting the anonymity of your clients, but you can share stories about aha moments that have happened or questions that you've asked. You can share stories about your own path and the things that you've gained along the way, the things that you've learned. Use humor, whatever is authentic to you. All of these things can be shared in free content and that will allow people 
2A, build that know, like, trust factor. Want to engage in being able to have a discovery call with you or download a giveaway that you're having. We want to offer enough for people to get to know us, to get to experience a little bit about what we are like. And then we want to have that call to action that invites them into our world, invite them to our website, invite them to our giveaways, invite them into our discovery calls. Now, as I was preparing for this week's show, I had the pleasure of doing an intensive with my coach, and it happened to be around this very thing, around sort of producing ourselves, getting ourselves out into the world. And one of the concepts that was shared in that training was cultivating an alter ego. And that's going to be my 10th tip for you today. It comes from author Todd Herman, who works with athletes and other high-performing individuals. He shares all these concepts in his book, The Alter Ego Effect. But basically, it's about the fact, you know, he says to us, if you're distracted from your goals by negative thoughts or a lack of confidence, considering developing an other self to step into, your hero self. Now, this is something that, you know, it's basically one way to think about it is self-distancing. It sort of allows us to focus on another being, another part of ourselves that gives us a little extra space for perspective. Beyonce had created an alter ego of herself to kind of get over her shyness and her reservation in being able to get out onto these huge stages and perform. Adele has also created an alter ego for herself to, you know, that she performs from that alter ego. You name the ego, you sort of create this other being. Now, what's interesting about that is psychologically, it sort of distances you from in from the anxiety or the any nervousness to be able to get out there and do something. The other interesting thing that that comes up from this concept is that we you know we're all I think subject to feeling susceptible to criticism to you know and lord knows that there's lots of people trolling social media and negativity. So we can almost say, you know, that's okay, so they didn't like what my alter ego put out there. They didn't like, you know, if I was creating a name like, you know, Sassy Meg or something. So also they didn't like what Sassy Meg said. It's almost like being able to look at it from a a few degrees of separation. And I would just encourage you to think about would creating an alter ego for yourself would that be something that would help you step into your greatness that much more? So think about whether potentially creating this alter ego, this other piece of yourself who gets out there and makes videos, who gets in front of people, who shares perspective and is the best of you bringing forward, but creates a little bit of psychological space between I'm putting myself out there to this is a part of my being who's putting that out there. I could do probably a whole show on the alter ego, but I just wanted to introduce the concept to you. There's lots of information out there that you can explore, but 
determine, you know, is this something that might be helpful for for you as you think about reducing barriers, getting all those obstacles that you're putting in your own way out of the way so that you can show up and bring your message, your perspective that needs to be heard into the world. When we allow fear to hold us back from bringing our message forward, then the people who need to hear it aren't hearing it. The people who need to connect with what we offer aren't able to connect with it. And we remain anonymous. We remain a mystery. So I challenge you to be seen, to be heard, to impact the lives that you want to impact. Who is that audience that needs to hear the message that you can deliver? Whether that's on LinkedIn, whether that's on Instagram, whether that's on Twitter, whether that is on Facebook. So my challenge to you today is how can we build your confidence to inspire others and bring your message forward? I know you have so much that others need to hear, and I welcome you sharing what this experience has been like for you. So those 10 tips that I have for you in succinct order here are, first of all, know what it is that you want to say. Two, create just nuggets of information that are going to bring value. Three, let your audience know that you're talking directly to them by looking into the camera when you're talking. Four, treasure that vocal instrument that you have. Warm it up. Hydrate yourself. Five, practice recording whether you're sitting, standing, walking. What makes you feel most confident? Six, Pay attention to your lighting and get good front lighting. Seven, fake it till you make it. Walk through that discomfort. You will get to the other side. Eight, don't wait till it's perfect because it's not going to be perfect. Do the best you can and get it out there. Nine, don't be afraid that you're giving away the farm. I promise you what you're doing is inviting people in to know, like, and trust you. And 10, consider cultivating an alter ego and seeing if that helps create the kind of confidence that you need to get out there and do videos so that people can know, like, and trust you. Now, as we're winding down this week, know that next week, the Star Coach Show is going to take a break for one week to give my editing team time for their holiday to give myself time to with my family and uh, to give all of you time to just take a breather and get ready for we'll be back on December 29th with a new show for you. And then I have so many shows lined up for 2022 that I cannot wait to share with you. Remember, if you're enjoying the show, please leave a rate and review wherever it is that you listen so that other people can find the show. And feel free to share it with anyone or any particular episode that you think somebody might just gain exactly what they're looking for. So enjoy next week. And until the week after, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Be well, take care.
So as we're winding down today's show, I just challenge you to think about how you can apply the tips and strategies that we talked about today so that you can get in front of the people who need to hear your message. Also, I am currently enrolling for my next mentor program. It's already about half full, but I would encourage anybody who would like to work with a great group of coaches to build your coaching skills, to do a dive into the competencies, and earn that all, those all-important mentor coaching hours for your coaching credential. Go to starcoachshow.com slash mentor, starcoachshow.com slash M-E-N-T-O-R to get more information about this next cohort that will begin in January. Also, if you're enjoying the show, be sure to rate and review wherever it is that you listen so that more people can find the show. I'd be so appreciative of that. And finally, we are going to take a one-week break for the show this next week so that everybody can take a deep breath, take a little bit of a relaxing vacation for the holidays, and we will be back with a new show for you on December 29th. Until then, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for the holiday season, for your coaching success, for all the wonder that you bring into the world. Have an awesome two weeks and we will see you on December 29th. Take care.